Hello? Hello. Oh, Hi. We're live. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> yeah. So what our listeners don't know, well, this is episode 200, so congratulations. Yay. Small pat on the back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you to our listeners because you inspire us to keep going. And that's and to try co- new corny, things. but it's true. It's true. And um, the new thing we're trying is we're recording on mobile. Um, it's tra- like it's mobile first. The f- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the it, so what I think is happening, we're using the Spotify for Podcasters app and wired headphones. That's kind of like the the, the lowest possible thing. It still sounds okay. But I do think it records over the networks. So it might sound a little different than a regular episodes, but the idea is that we can do shows more often but shorter. So like yeah. some, something comes up in the news and we can do a 10-minute or you have a show or you had an opening or waiting for an a- airplane. or Because over the years, yeah, we had three phases of Good Point. Um, always with the same microphone and the home setup and recording locally on the computer. So it was a desktop first podcast, and uh, yeah, well, I, that, didn't, I, that didn't really fit our concept. And like all good concept art, conceptual art, it's not about the material; it's really about the content, right? So it, it's more about energy than about perfection. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And we often talked about it being improvised, right? We actually yeah, never yeah, really yeah. prepared the podcast, and so we've always had this vision of like. Well, could we make it even more improvised, less prepared, more real, more, more real, live? Yeah. yeah. But uh, but so the, the the what's interesting, we talked about this a long time and looked at different apps and um, basically photography and video has gone more handheld over time, but for some reason podcasts haven't. It's it's tough sometimes to listen to a bad recording and something like Twitter Spaces or Clubhouse sounds fine when you when you're live and everybody's like this is fine and then when you hear the recording it's kind of exhausting so we'd love feedback from you guys if this is if the quality is too low and you can't keep your attention uh, or you know, it's fine. yeah or if Raphael yeah. interrupts me more than normal <laughs> just kidding yeah uh, you know <laughs> yeah i will it actually i i feel that this feels more natural to me like you i was sitting on the toilet and you texted me uh, I, hey, I don't think I can record tomorrow because we had planned to record tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's the other thing why this all came up is because I think your schedule was more open before your new job, but then your job became more demanding and you were traveling more and you're like, I, I can't meet because I'm at my sister's, but now there's no excuse. Like, you can do this in the shower or wherever. Yeah, yeah. and you can hear my cat has decided just to make noise behind me, but yeah. you'll hear all of these weird, you know, living noises people so so maybe the question to our listeners is it's about to get more real and is that a good thing or a bad thing (laughs) but but so we're not doing listener questions or field recordings or any of that stuff because this is all mobile first and simple so it's going to be like 10 minute episodes and um yeah i think we'll do listener feedback you know so i think yeah maybe but but so we had the whole phase that i think the first third of the our body of work the first uh, let's say 60 episodes were topics about art and tech so like what do we think about museums or what do we think about ai or facebook or uh, galleries or these topics then the pandemic hit and we did the streaming reviews 
Mm -hmm. That was the low point in our audience numbers. <laughs> yeah, but but it, it fit like we were all stuck at home and what are we supposed to yeah. watch? So and it was plus inspired you, by you, that. You've always wanted to do it. So, yeah. you know, like any like any good friend, I was like, let's try it out. Yeah. And then we went to listen to questions because I was sick of hearing myself. And there was also that moment of uh, when cancel culture was really high and I started being afraid to talk. And mm. I was afraid of jokes getting cut out of context and uh, being punished. And that was the sort of, yeah. You're talking about that was like the third almost death of this podcast for you. For yeah, us yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I became very self conscious, and we had a break. And so now we're gonna try to do uh, shorts, shorter and more often. That's the idea. So just but okay. Here's a, a disclosure to our audience. This is a secret. We don't make any money from Good Point. <laughs> this might be a shock. You Why think, would anyone believe that? You think because we're, we always talk we're about all in the eight figures uh, income from this, but no. The the shocker is where I think our revenue last year was twenty dollars from merch, but we had to spend yeah. hundred and twenty on hosting. So, but this is all top of funnel, Raf. Like we're a hundred down <laughs> the hole. But all that being said, um, yeah, it, 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 no. What, what I was trying to say is that. The reason I love the podcast is just talking to you and staying in touch. And yeah. it was often the call before the episode that was the most exciting. Hey, Jeremy, how are you doing? What's going on? And then we would keep certain things secret or we wouldn't put them on the podcast. And so now we're... Well, maybe that's a double disclosure, which is like, you know, part of being more real, less prepared is we might say things we later regret. <laughs> um, yeah, like, you know, unedited. That, that, yeah, it's gonna. It, it, the whole edit actually just happens inside the phone as well. So, um, I, I, it, the app does allow you to um, trim recordings, and I could mm -hmm. export the recording and cut out. It, it has happened a few times that I made a joke that went too far, and we cut it out. Mm -hmm. So maybe those will be released someday as the B sides. But um, yeah. do you watch? Um, do you watch? You watch YouTube, right? Um, you know that. Um, one of the bigger YouTubers is this guy Marquez Brownlee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watch his stuff. Yeah, he was, you know, he has pretty polished uh, video. But re like about a year ago, he's like, you know what, you know, phones have finally reached the point where I'm going to start a whole new series of videos, and they're just going to be shot on my phone, and it's just of cars and him driving around and reviewing cars. Oh, okay. But he, he really focused on the mobile phone for over a year. And I have a hard time telling the difference after a year. The first one was a little rough, like this, probably. So all, all the videos he does on cars are recorded on iPhone? Yeah, he just does it all on the phone, um, and, which and has does... always been my dream for this. But Yeah. 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 But it, it's interesting that the podcast space has gone more high production and that video has gone more spontaneous, like a TikTok style. But I guess there's really pro videos on TikTok as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, well, the TikTok, yeah, that's true. Uh, and that's always the pressure that you get when you, whenever you get like a social network, um, you know, it starts out like, you know, free and frivolous because there are no rules or norms. There's no standards. Yeah. Then as yeah, standards yeah. emerge, you know, the kind of same thing happened known. to NFTs that in the beginning, it almost felt like outside artists were making a lot of money. And then all of a sudden it's like big teams producing it and drop mechanics and marketplaces. And yeah. Yeah. So we can check in on stuff like that too, more ad hoc. Like yeah. I actually, you know, someone was asking me yesterday, 
whether I was going to, you know, do AR face NFTs. And I was like, wait a second, that's possible. I was, <laughs> they're <laughs> like, yeah, I think so. How is your listening behavior with podcasts? Uh, well, I listen at bedtime. You know, I know a lot of our listeners listen like kind of in the studio while they're working so that they're kind of half paying attention because we're not really, we like, I think it's like one in every 10 minutes of our talk is valuable. To people. It's not yeah, like, who knows? Who knows? well, because yeah. we're trying to find our way to a good point or something, you know, unearth something we haven't thought of or jog our memory. Um, and so, it, you know, it's not like every minute is polished because if it was, it would have been prepared in advance. So yeah. um, it's the happy accidents that we're looking for. And I don't think that happens every minute of every day. Um, and so, yeah, the, the the reason I still love doing the podcast, that's why I'm asking you for how many podcasts do you listen to? Probably like five or six. Yeah, yeah it's about the same for me. And I tried to stop because it's often just kind of, very fast gossip about tech or art or business or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, I'm like, and I'm like, why am I listening to this? It's such a waste of time. But then you have your walk or doing the dishes. And then it, somehow it's nice to have that companionship. But mm -hmm. at the same time that those times of boredom are very valuable if you want to get ideas for new works. So I, this is a caveat, like, of course, you're welcome to listen to this, but you know there's a trade-off when you start listening to people and your mm -hmm. brain becomes occupied and with nonsense. And yeah, I like the idea that it's a that it could become shorter and maybe it's just long enough for you to do the dishes, maybe like 15 minutes or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. But we're not going to set a specific time. It's going to be until like we're finished talking. Yeah, you do sometimes go on though. Like one thing that is true is like I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm, I'm positive about you generally. Um, but like after we finish the podcast, we often have a another more interesting conversation as well that goes on, you know, just as long or half as long as the podcast. Yeah, where that's where that's, when, stuff, that's when we yeah. tell our wives, uh, "You can make noise now. Uh, we stop recording." Yeah, but that's and all the all the juicy bits come out. Yeah, but um, also usually we're like, "Oh, we should have said that on the podcast." So anyway, but, I digress to say the, that if the, you do it more frequently, maybe yeah. that'll happen less. What is also true of the podcast is that it's pretty difficult to keep friendships going remotely. Mm -hmm. And I think at our age, if you want to keep a friendship going, you need a work project together. And that's what this is. So it's just an excuse to stay friends. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's um, good enough. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But it, it's funny. Like I have a lot of dear friends in different cities and then you're like, you're moving. You're like, let's stay in touch. Yeah. Let's call every now and then. And it, yeah, it yeah. just, it just fades out. Yeah. Yeah, I have a few friends though that I really make the effort with um, to connect with. You have you have to call your friends, um, and you get to use your phone to do that. So, full circle. <laughs> and then this is a, a, it. The the fact that this is mobile first is better for your eyes. Yeah, I for like your, it. your your eyes because they're healing. Yeah. I'm trying to get off screens in general. Um, actually, podcasting would be one of the things I could continue to do if I lost my sight, which would yeah is encouraging. Um, that 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 exists as an but it's only one eye right yeah yeah it is but i could yeah. you know once you once you lose vision in one eye it really kind of gets you thinking what about the other eye yeah, um, yeah i did see an interesting tiktok last night which was someone that had a prosthetic eye like they lost their vision in one eye from like a i guess an injury when they were five years old but they had taken it up as like an opportunity to create these fashion prosthetic eyes. So like they had the glitter eye, they had the fluorescent eye. Like you know, Was it the entire eyeball that they could 
pop yeah. in and out? Well, no, it was just a front, like kind of like a prosthetic oh, limb, yeah. like the like the as if you lost your hand, they had like a prosthetic addition wow. to the arm, but it was on the eye, like the front of the eye. I thought it was pretty cool though. It reminded me that, you know, from setback you can find creative opportunities. So. Yeah. Well, let's hope that doesn't you don't have to face that choice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I am really excited I mean, about the, the if, getting into if, music though. If I had to summarize Jeremy I, or if I had to be your coach, I would say don't spend too much time thinking about what could go wrong and think more about what could go right. But I, but that's what I just said. I mean, generally I'm an optimist, right? Of, of in any situation, even yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what was interesting, I think, is just because she was an influencer, right? She had a huge following because of her setback, um, and uh, that, you know, I always find that encouraging. Yeah. That you know, like I've always said in corporate strategy, your biggest disadvantage is probably your largest advantage. Um, so you know, a lot of people yeah. waste their time trying I, to copy I remember the big guys. Schwarzenegger said that. Everybody said he should change his name. It's too hard to remember. And mm -hmm. then he said, it's, it's, it's hard to remember, but difficult to forget. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I saw a joke recently, which was like everyone, oh, it was, uh, it was like everyone uh, knew Zach Galifianakis after just one hangover movie. They certainly, they can figure out they, them pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole nother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that was Sarah Silverman that said that. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's funny to me that, for generations, we knew all the teenagers, the job of a teenager is to rebel and to annoy adults, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's the job of a teenager. Yeah. If I, and yeah, so yeah. now, whatever it is, whether it's pronouns or any other topic, it's rebellion and old people are clearly annoyed. So it seems like they're doing their job. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not annoyed, but uh, I mean, it, it's it's okay to for if it's like annoying. Um you're yeah, right. But I'm sure point. you're it's annoyed like, by about other stuff of uh, other groups of young people. But yeah. I always try and keep that in check though, to your point, right? Because like it doesn't take uh more than like a moment's thought to realize this is like every generation hates the generation before it. Yeah. I'm all, yeah. I'm also between generations. Like I'm that um they call them zennials, like between Gen X and millennial. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. you might be too. Are you 80 or 81? We shouldn't age you on I'm the I'm 80, but I, I think my soul is 100% Gen X. <laughs> Whereas I think the opposite. I'm like more, I lean more millennial. I know, but, I know. Yeah. 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 That's what makes Anyways. this podcast interesting. Yeah. So 200 episodes though. Um, yeah. It sounds like a lot on, if you were to sit down and try and do 200 hours of recording straight but over over five years or longer i can't even remember when we started yeah that would sure. be research i should have done before we started recording <laughs> but i think we started around 2016 and so 2017. The, the, the goal would be to record at least once a week because we haven't been and then uh, maybe twice a week just especially if if something comes up like we can review a meme or a, a project online or a, a video or some news fact and just yeah yeah and like if it's 15 the, minutes the, like the, this, the, I can squeeze it in between I, meetings even. Yeah, the other day, I think we we texted each other, the Cybertruck came out, and then we talked about it. We didn't record that, but that's exactly what I would like to, yeah. Yeah, it's, this is going to be the all Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you getting one? Uh, well, I have a deposit down. Um, what, what would make you actually buy it? Uh... I, I would have to trade in my current car. There's, I have no need for like two large cars. Or this two is cars. not about need. Nobody <laughs> said anything about need. 
Uh, it's too expensive, so I might. It might too expensive yeah. for what? You could sell your house in Toronto and get for it. a car, but that, yeah, you know what? It's funny is I've been driving less and less because um, I wanted to start walking because I, you know, I work from yeah. home. And yeah, so, you have to. How many steps are you doing per day? I don't count the individual steps, but it, I count how many days do I walk for at least an hour, you know, outside. Because you know, there's a, a step counter on your iPhone. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of like a vanity metric. That's my opinion. You know? What do you mean? Like, it's not about like if I took ten steps or fifteen steps or a thousand or ten thousand. It's like how much time did I spend in the habit forming act of okay. activity? Yeah. You know, it's Which, just so for me, it's like I, I just day. find it hard to measure that. Like, you have to actively press zero and then go on the stopwatch and remember to write it down, and and the step counter just does it all day. So. At the end of yeah. the day, you're like, oh, I should walk another extra 30 minutes. Yeah. I never trust that, though. I feel like, you know, it's like I'm 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 bouncing around a lot in an airplane cabin and somehow I got like 10,000 steps, you know. So, um, hmm. yeah, for me, it's like, well, how do I feel? And also, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm kind of tired of devices being like how I measure my self-worth. I'd rather yeah, measure yeah. it through my own thinking and i feel good when i walk like endorphins are a great value metric <laughs> i mean that's part a big part of why i love new york like it, i think even more than in amsterdam because you're on the bicycle in amsterdam but here it's really walking 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 and now that i have the studio it's about 20 minute walk from my home and then doing errands and lunch and everything that it's a good amount of walking every day mm-hmm yeah, yeah, that's the that's a wonderful thing about living in a city like New York too. Also, because you can go out, and you don't know what you might encounter, right? <laughs> Whether well, it's like, I, yeah. I, that's I'm not so sure about that. It's pretty repetitive. Like if I walk past Chinatown, I'm pretty sure they're going to be selling produce on the street every day. There's no surprises there. No new no new types of produce coming in. That's true. It's seasonal. There's the persimmons and then the, there's the dragon fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's certainly less predictable than like your, I don't know, actually, I shouldn't assume. No, I, I guess you know. I take it for granted because it's true. Like we're going to Florida for Christmas to Christina's parents. Mm -hmm. And if you walk on those streets, sometimes the neighbor's car is there and sometimes not. And that's the only change that there's nothing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. There is some some like kind of peace. Like I'm about to travel to the suburbs for you know the holidays for like Christmas or whatever, and um, I'll be in a suburban neighborhood. And there's like there's something that allows me to sleep in in that environment and not worry mm. about getting anything done in the day. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. it is. So, I'm not a um, fan. I I I like the the family is nice and the weather is nice and the, the, it, there's a lot a lot of comfort, but. I have this weird feeling when rooms are carpeted that somehow it turns your brain off. Mm. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah I got, that reminds me. I got to replace the carpeting in our bedroom. We oh. don't. I don't like the idea of carpet either. It's funny how that that's gone in and out of style, right? It used to be the whole house was carpet. Yeah, and now, and, yeah. But yeah. I mean, to each his own. But I, it's funny. I, I I'm renting the studio in a building, and a couple of my friends are here, and the floors are like the cheapest plywood painted gray and then white walls so kind of like they all look like artists run spaces or something like mm -hmm. that and that's exactly how i grew up my dad just had cheap plywood that he painted gray so it just ended up back where i started that's that's the studio space yeah 
but the aesthetic but would, the aesthetic of the studio space is just how i grew up but could you live in a space like that yeah yeah for sure mm, interesting yeah you I have mean, a nice had, apartment though yeah yeah it's very cozy yeah yeah i don't th I, I i have feeling like you say that but like because uh, i think back on some of the places i've lived and I, with romantic kind of I see eyes, what you mean. I see what you mean. Know. But the, this this place, I think you could live there too. I'm I'm just saying it's pretty raw, but it's also big windows and it's uh, close to everything. And uh, well, yeah, you can yeah. live in a snowbank or you know by the side of the road. <laughs> like lots of people live in unfortunate circumstances. Do, do you feel like you live in the suburbs now? <clears throat> um, no, I mean I live in a, a city, but it's like a little. I I would say it's like almost like um, just outside. It's not the suburbs, but it's not like inner core because i was so core just like you are uh in toronto i lived right in like on a huge boulevard with towers all around me so i'm not in that context i'm in a neighborhood yeah, uh, for the first time of my life i think that sounds like a european neighborhood just outside the center it, it, yeah like in, in, like. in the u.s you have the the classic downtown and often feels like a, a little theme park Mm -hmm. And then immediately outside is suburbs. And I think, I guess what you're describing is more of a gradient from city to suburb. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're kind of descending into the common themes of the podcast. Before I got on, I was like, I was thinking about the 200 episodes and what we've mostly covered. Even though you said it's art and tech, we often talk about place a lot. We talk about time. We talk about um, success or non-success or like you yeah, self-worth. And that's something that I wanted to avoid a little bit because I find the topic of success very um, counterproductive. I think focusing on success is is the wrong metric. Just like you were describing, I don't want to count my steps with. Mm -hmm. I think counting success is a waste of energy because if you're focusing on creativity, success follows as a result. It's like mm -hmm. you can't, if you're making wine, you need you need to focus on the grapes, not on the on the bottle of wine. That's Some, what I'm saying. Something like, like focus that. on the yeah. habit, you know, yeah, yeah, focus yeah. on the joy of the habit, the endorphin as the metric. Exactly. But like, yeah. yeah. So, and this is like, I bring that up also just because it's like 200 is meaningless, really. Um, you know, because a bunch of people were texting uh, and like, what are you going to do for the 200? What are you going to do? Like, it's a special thing. And I actually said, RAF doesn't celebrate <laughs> things that like vanity metrics like 200. We'll probably keep it low key. Um, and I was surprised, actually, when you were like, oh, what are we going to do? And I was like, what do you mean? What are we going to do? Nothing. Like, <laughs> Well, so what we did is this nothing. is the first mobile recording. It, about the technology, um, we're using what used to be called Anchor, this app, and that was bought by Spotify. Now they call it Spotify for podcasters. But we only use it as a recording app and then export an MP3 and upload that to SoundCloud. But we, we can do everything on mobile now. I think they should have kept that name Anchor so much better than Spotify yeah, it, for podcasters. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But so we're going to keep calling it Anchor. We tried Zencaster and the mic quality was a little better, but it it pushed you. It You can only do the recording on mobile. And then it says if you want to do anything editing, you have to go to the web app on the desktop. So that felt not like the right fit. And uh, we'll see. We'll try this for a while. And, and if... Our listeners know of a better app to record 
please let us know or if you think yeah. quality is fine. And the yeah. other thing is if our listeners know of we're using what the Verge calls the best microphone for iPhone, which is a pair of AirPod plug-in like wired headphones, the AirPods ear, when you used to ear, plug them in. Earbuds, they're called. Earbuds, is that what they're yeah. officially called? Okay, but they yeah. have a little microphone that's kind of near the mouth here i'm talking right into it but like it's like a pimple on the wire yeah yeah exactly so i don't have we don't have the highest confidence because we're used to using like something that's, well you know... i think the mic is fine but the other day we were doing a test recording and i had a lisp because my network connection was low and it's the compression made it sound like i was lisping so so, so where is the we'll network see. connection like were you on lte like i feel like 5g no i was on fios like, like on, on fiber optics, so I don't know what, but it could crazy. be it could be on the side of uh, Spotify that their server was slow. Right, right. The whole world is connected, but not that's the it's wherever yeah. the tightest constraint is. Yeah. Anyways, mm. um, I gotta paint another layer before lunch, so nice. I have to go. Okay. Yeah, me too. I gotta get back to work. Yeah, and then uh, let's talk again soon. All right. Thanks, listeners. Uh, see you soon. All right. Bye bye. Thanks, Raf. Bye.